Okay, so I'm actually watching a talk given uh, on Vedantic meditation, Advaita Vedanta. And he was just giving a talk, and he was talking about the nature of reality and perception. And he asked people to um, bring their attention to a chirping of insects outside. Now, for me, this is on record. Uh, it's a previously recorded talk, so I'm not being disrespectful here. <clears throat> but what it made me think of is an example that's been given before. is how do you manage, say, uh, bothersome noise at a retreat, right? Because you just change your relationship with the noise, right? You can't get rid of the noise, so just change your reaction, your perception. I mean, and what I was thinking of when he said, please bring your attention to the the insects chirping outside. Is that insects chirping? Or is it um, a door creaking? <clears throat> or is it simply a recording of insects chirping? And more so, it reminded me of what could be a, an excellent example of this dichotomy, meaning this duality of truth, of reality, um, as well as our wholesale acceptance of what we know to not be true. And the example, what I mean, okay, so I'm talking about our perception of reality. So um, what he's talking about right now, he's actually talking about our perception of reality, and we need to accept that and what he used initially was an example of a pen, and he was using noting, right? You're just noting what makes it a pen. I mean, really, he's holding this little stick. It could be almost anything. I mean, arguably, it could be a chunk of of uh, chalk or a marker or a pen or a pencil or just a stick. So that's why I was thinking of the labeling, because he said, well, now you close your eyes, even closing your eyes, noting that your eyelids are closed is it's you know it can be used because he's saying that uh, you don't have to shut down the mind or the self to achieve these insights so he used this pen as example just to experience the pen and the idea here again this being advaita vedanta they share a lot with buddhism so he just wants you to again remember the teachings that so this is a process. So you look at a pen, you perceive it as a pen, you attach to the perception, you have volitions created. So he was just bringing our attention to just experience the pen. And you'll hear that a lot. And that's what they mean. They mean don't add on to it, right? Don't think of it, is it a good pen or a bad pen? Is it a black pen, a blue pen, a pen that I want, my pen, his pen, your pen, their pen. Don't apply anything to it. So the exact can be said when he says, bring your attention, he should just say the chirping, right? Not the insects chirping, because what is your perception of a door creaking versus an insect chirping? And the example I wanted to give is I'm watching this on an LCD computer screen. This recorded talk was live. <clears throat> I am experiencing it as if I were watching this Swami give the talk directly to us. Of course, 
we have stories that we know where people literally see television as reality and they'll kind of go, but I'm not talking about going off the deep end that way. What I'm talking about, the computer screen is simply a bunch of colored lights, right? Different little pixels. The higher the definition, the greater the pixel count. Those little pixels are just colors, right? On or off, black or white, uh, binary, ones or zeros, same as the chirping. Is it insects? Is it a door? Is it a recording? Is it a hallucination? Is there a difference? And this is what I'm getting at. Reality is nothing but a, a light show as well. He wants us to just experience what our eyes interpret and don't make judgments based on that alaya vijnana, that storehouse consciousness, or in uh, the Vedic tradition, which would be considered latent impressions, karmic, karmic seeds. He wants you to strictly experience it as close to firsthand as can be, but that can't be done. So the truth of it is just understand that you can't experience it firsthand. So that's what I thought was wonderful in this case. So for me, is I'm sitting here looking at an LCD screen that is strictly, I don't know, a thousand or a couple thousand little colored little lights. For me, I'm experiencing it as firsthand the Swami is here giving me a teaching. But it is no different than walking around in this world. It's a perfect metaphor for our experience of reality. Because we don't experience it firsthand. Same as I'm not actually seeing the Swami give a talk. I'm seeing... Uh, a duplication, as best they can with a bunch of colored lights and a recording of the sound that I wholesale accept as essentially reality. And that's what we do when we walk around in the conventional reality. We're not experiencing it firsthand. We're accepting. And that's all we're asking anyone to do is accept that our perception is flawed, right? Like I said many times before, that we have to accept that we're operating on invalid assumptions. And it's that great doubt that we've talked about that allows you to see into this. It's simply being able to understand that, hey, wait a minute, this is just a bunch of colored lights here in front of me. Isn't that a magical thing? Right? Not magic isn't, it's a miracle, but it's abnormal extraordinary. Therefore, it seems like iddi or a special power, supra-mundane. I don't know. I just wanted to share that as a, an awesome little metaphor for how we misperceive reality. Like looking at a television or a computer screen and seeing all of those little colored lights as representing reality, as seeing a person on your screen or a dog, or a chimpanzee, as opposed to not being fooled at all. I mean, simply the uh, two-dimensional space itself takes a tremendous amount of buy-in, right, for us to accept as reality. Not unlike I've talked about before, that you can have visualizations. So you can have visualizations, right? They, they talk about this a lot, right? Dream make them manifest real. This is in no small part comes back to the, the Vajrayana or Tantric uh, beliefs. 
Or as simply as what I remembered not too long ago that I used to tell the wife, just to give her, it was like my little, my little tiny little uh, tidbit into the truth of tantric Buddhism. I used to say that um, thought is action and action is thought, right? It sounded kind of like Dune, but my intention was to give across this idea that, um, right, these manas are karma, karma are manas. So these thoughts, these uh, feelings, all dharmas are themselves, once again, no different. So I just thought that was pretty awesome, um, if you think about it in that sort of way. Um, that the computer screen can can represent almost anything. And uh, again, the great doubt that should arise. So instead of staring at the com computer screen and being wholesale convinced that this is reality, just always be walking around with that same sampajana that I mentioned. So that great doubt, am I witnessing what I think I'm witnessing, right? Sati, to remember. To remember that we're not experiencing this firsthand. To have that great doubt remain. So, thought I'd share that tidbit today.